even though cases are down, thousands of Oklahomans are still dealing with COVID symptoms. State Impact's Catherine Sweeney reports that as many as one in three who are infected with the virus will continue to have symptoms for weeks or even months after recovery. This month marked the two-year anniversary of the pandemic's arrival in Oklahoma. One thing that has never been a large part of the conversation, at least in the ones I've been a part of, has been long COVID. The term long haulers has gone around, local medical researchers have announced studies into the symptoms and causes, but the personal stories haven't always cut through the noise. So I talked with more than a dozen Oklahomans about their experience with long-term COVID symptoms. Because the virus has become so politicized, I'm not using their names. What did those symptoms look like? To be honest, the experiences were all over the map, but there were a few things that came up time and again. Lung issues, heart issues, brain fog, and frustration. Let's start with the lung issues. I know that it's just clean the house and take the trash out and put gas in my car and take a shower, but it's like I just couldn't get enough oxygen in my body to move myself to do those things. It was like end of November in 2020. I used to like run a lot. Ever since then, I just like get winded easily. My lungs feel tight and my lungs always just feel whack. <laughs> I couldn't breathe. There were certain positions that I could could and couldn't sleep in and, and it continued. I will wake up if, if I turn on my back in my sleep. Long COVID can also impair the heart. Then state epidemiologist Jared Taylor told State Impact in the fall of 2020, cardiac damage from the coronavirus would be likely. Viruses use specific doorways to enter our cells, and the virus causing COVID-19 uses a doorway that is tied to the circulatory system. You know, I'm, I'm 33 and I've never had high blood pressure. I've never had heart issues. And three weeks ago, I was admitted to the emergency room as a severe case with blood pressure of 211 over 208. One thing that affected every person I talked with, brain fog. That's a pretty vague term, but it means their minds and memories were hazy, some for a few weeks, some for the better part of a year. I wasn't very, very productive for at least three months before I felt myself beginning to get back to kind of my normal pace of concentration, memory. I've had concussions and it felt like I had probably the worst concussion in my life, you know? And just didn't go away. It gets just so frustrating to the point to where you kind of are like shouting at yourself, why can't I remember where I put anything anymore? Last, frustration. Getting help isn't easy. The only doctor that I have that gives any credibility to to long COVID is my cardiologist. And, uh, and she's very well-versed, but that's the only one. Dr. Dale Bratzler is OU Health's chief COVID officer. He says part of the problem is that the virus is, one, new to the world, and two, doesn't always leave clear evidence behind. Unfamiliar doctors might not know what to look for. So some doctors and others will marginalize them and, and basically try to give them a anxiety or psychiatric diagnosis rather than recognizing that they may very well be having some of these autoimmune phenomena or other things uh, that have been associated with COVID-19. Some of the causes are obvious, like shrinkage in the area of the brain responsible for sense and smell, but others are not so obvious. For example, as Bratzler noted, COVID seems to trigger autoimmune disorders in some of the people it infects. That can cause seemingly random issues like joint pain. 
He echoed that lung and heart issues, brain fog and fatigue, those are the most common in the long COVID patients he's seen. The good news is that most of the people that I see that have symptoms, they are transient in most people. More good news, cases are down significantly. Ratzler and the Oklahomans I talked with weathering long COVID say that those assessing their own threat level should consider these long-term symptoms. For State Impact, I'm Katherine Sweeney.